With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all of the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when you use code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with the DraftKings daily fantasy lineup. Baseball fans, you may have missed out on season-long fantasy, so now is the time to get in on all the daily fantasy action, where DraftKings has even more ways to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players, so what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only at DraftKings. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bolts Broadcast. My name is Mike Mitchelson, Chase Crawshaw with me today. And Chase, we're not right across from each other anymore. Uh, We are recording in separate studios uh, or just, you know, like separate houses and our own rooms because we don't really have studios because we're college kids. But yeah, we're not together anymore, so that's got to be hurting you. But overall, how are you feeling today? Well, I feel blessed that I don't have to be around your nasty presence anymore. Uh, So, you know, I'm chilling. I'll let you do the show by yourself if you want to. All right, sounds good. So uh, on today's episode of Bulls Broadcast, we're going to talk about a little bit of this, maybe a little bit of that. Uh, what are you guys thinking? I I don't think you can, when you're doing a show by yourself, I don't think you can ask what, someone, what, like, what, what, what are you thinking? What are you, no, no, no. What do you know? What do you know? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, not much, honestly. But Chase, on today's Bolts broadcast, we're going to be talking about a couple of milestones right in the beginning. Then we're going to be looking at a game review, game preview, as always. Uh, currently, the Carolina Hurricanes and the Tampa Bay Lightning playing right now, about three minutes left in the second period. And it's not going so hot, but we'll talk about that and the game from yesterday uh, in a little bit. And after that, we get to talk about Bob McKenzie's midseason draft ranking. So going to be very excited to do that. And Chase, I have to say, I took a peek at him. The guy that you had as your number one, I think it was about a month ago, who you told me was your number one, no longer or, or not at number one in Bob McKenzie's rankings. But we'll get on to that in a sec. First, Chase, milestones to hit on. Patrick Marlowe sets the all-time games played record. I know you're not a big fan of this. Well, it's like it's hard to like 
say I'm not a fan because like it's it's impressive what he did, but at the same time, like it just sucks that the Gordy Howe's record like that is gone. Um, I mean, records are made to be broken, I guess. So good for good for Patty Marlowe. I don't want to take anything away from him because I mean, all he's doing is you know playing playing hockey, li- living out his dream, living out his career, and he has ha- just happened to be on an incredible run of not missing games and you know doing decent stuff to stay in the lineup. But it just it's gonna be weird knowing you know that the trivia answer to all time games played is Patrick Marlowe instead of Gordy Howe. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And and what are your thoughts on Marlowe's chances to enter the Hall of Fame now that he sits atop the games played leaderboard? Uh, is it does it seem more likely now? Because before this, we always talked about it and you always said he seems like one of those Hall of really good players, but not a Hall of Fame player. Does that change now? Yeah, it, he's I mean, he's going into the Hall of Fame. Regardless, he holds the all time game record. If he was scoring half a point per game as a forward in that span, he would still go in the Hall of Fame because he owns that record now. So he, he's making it. And uh, I mean, he's he's done enough in his career where you could argue like if you really felt that firmly about it, you could argue he could get in anyway. So that's just kind of helps push him over the top. And I'd argue that it would be really really bad uh like like it just wouldn't feel right if the all-time games played leader wasn't a hall of famer could you imagine that that would be weird as fuck weird as hell so yeah. uh i i expect that to happen but the question is when does he stop is it is is he done after this year now that he's got the record or is he going to continue to try to play when what the last three four years he really hasn't looked like Patty Marlowe yeah you know he's obviously taking steps back um it's not like he's completely irrelevant but like kind of this season just you know he's he's just kind of there really is all it is I I can't imagine that he like plays that for this year I mean he's got he's got to be done He, he just he's got really nothing left on the tank yeah, absolutely. And Chase, we go from a historic record to a very nice personal record with a player from the Tampa Bay Lightning, Braden Point. He gets his 300th point. Yeah, isn't that fancy, eh? But good for Braden Point. Uh, obviously one hell of a player. He's been very good for our Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, we know that. The fans know that. The NHL knows that. He's been awesome. So this is a very well-deserved milestone. Many more to come. Absolutely. So uh, he did that in our Carolina game yesterday. And, and Chase, why don't we go over to that now? Take a look at what happened. Uh, it was a close game. And luckily, the Tampa Bay Lightning came out on top. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, it's a little different yeah, right now as we kind of hit on. But yeah, you know, it was a good effort. Uh, obviously, you know, a 3-2 win is, is a great way to come out. I mean, we, we kind of dominated when it came down to it um i would say you know like out shooting by nine uh face-offs are pretty even but just watching the game i don't know, I, I felt like it was, should have been tampa's game anyway then goes, goes to overtime yanny gordon you know that's the winner uh it, it was getting a little scary though with that blown lead and obviously uh you know when you got threats like andres fachikov out there he's a threat to scoring time on the ice he helped kind of break their shutout i guess in the second period and Kind of from there, Carolina really stepped it up and then got one more in the third. But, yeah, it was a good team win. We talked about their goaltending and how it's really been a solid uh, a solid unit for them. And Peter Mrazek had another really good game against us as he put up a 9-17 save percentage, uh, stopped 33 of 36 shots. And that's something we're seeing right now in the game that's currently happening. We finally just got on the board before the second period ended, but – it's took some time to actually get on the board. 
yeah, I mean, not, we're not like really tuned into the game right now. Uh, we're we're kind of just muck monitoring through our stats since we're recording a little hard to do. Um, but ho- hopefully we can, you know, tune in afterwards and kind of see them step up their play. This would be a, a big win if they can come back and get it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and right now we're just kind of getting outplayed as of uh, the current moment. They've got 27 shots. The Tampa Bay Lightning have 18. Um, and it, it looks like the Hurricanes have kind of dominated the second period. But luckily, Braden Point able to get on the board with uh, a, a little less than three minutes left in that second period. So if the team can come out on top after going down three nothing, that would be absolutely huge. A two game or uh, yeah, a two game win streak to propel us uh, into the Columbus series. That would be huge. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. I mean, you get that momentum going. Uh, if, if we can kind of, yeah, let me restructure. I don't know how I want to word this. Jesus. If we can get that momentum going and kind of keep carrying it throughout the regular season and just be really, you know, kind of refreshed and have a new kind of sense of energy, I guess, for playoffs. I mean, that'd be fantastic. So hopefully we just keep on rolling. Columbus next. Uh, we've got quite some experience with Columbus as in our last, what is that, five series? We've played them in two of those series. So uh, a team where we've kind of traded back and forth. Our last series uh, was a 1-1 split. We've got Columbus on Thursday and Columbus on Sunday. What are your thoughts for this one? We are going to be home, luckily, the last series we're in Columbus. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see because Columbus, really, they're not that like special of a team or anything. We're, we're kind of seeing that this year. At least when they're playing some other teams, you know, they're, they're really struggling, um, you know, kind of weird situations going on. Max Domi got healthy scratched tonight. Uh, just just kind of weird things going on in Columbus. But regardless, we're three and three with them. Uh, for whatever reason that may be, I don't know. They do play a team game and a good team game. And when they are on, they're, they're a hard team to kind of control and to score on. But getting down to the end of the season, things seem like they're kind of falling apart for them. I think Tampa can easily come out with two wins here. Now, Chase, I've got to ask you. Um... The Tampa Bay Lightning over the past three seasons have kind of struggled a little bit against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And we know that from two postseasons ago. Uh, We know what happened last postseason. We did avenge ourselves and we were able to come out on top against the Columbus Blue Jackets. However, it was a very close series. And right now, like you said, it's a 3-3 split in the regular season. What is it about this Columbus team that gets to Tampa? Is it the grittiness? Is it a mind game? Is it just Tortorella being a great coach? Uh, Is it the skill players? Which I don't think that's going to be the answer. But what are your thoughts? Why is Columbus so good against the Tampa Bay Lightning? I mean, it's all about the team game, man. They they play this kind of shutdown almost style. It's it's kind of like a New York Islanders, but less defensive, a little more offensive. Uh, where it's everyone has got to be on the same page. Everyone's got to be going. You have to be willing to do everything all over the ice. And pretty much everybody in Columbus is because the ones that are not, they're either sat or scratched. So it's just kind of a really a team game. And then, yeah, when, when they're communicating well, when they're on, the, it's just hard to penetrate. Well, Chase, before we head to the commercial break, um, did you see that Spencer Knight, he actually dressed, I think it was last night, uh, Dreiger got the sit. He uh, he was healthy. Bobrovsky played with Knight as the backup. What are your thoughts? When are we going to see Knight now that he's actually finally getting dressed? When's he going to be able to come in? I don't think they play him still until they kind of clinch playoffs. They've been playing really well. Um, no really need to throw a rookie goalie in there in case he does struggle and maybe team loses a little bit of confidence. Just kind of keep what's working for them. Uh, if, if they get that playoff berth clenched and then they can, they can give him a couple of starts down the stretch, that'd be great. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, just don't hold your breath if you're waiting for him to start because I think it still could be a little bit. That's that's what I want to do though. I want to hold my <laughs> breath for him to start because he's such a young, just talented, Stud. and yeah, I mean, he he's a he's a great player. So I want to see him get on the ice as soon as possible. Um, and then quick update on these standings because Carolina obviously in first place with our Tampa Bay Lightning currently sitting third. While because we took the game off of Carolina on Monday, we're only one point back. Currently down three to one heading into the third period. If we're able to bring this back and come out on top, we will be sitting first in the central division. So that would be huge. Get home ice advantage. We know how good our Tampa Bay lightning are at home. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be fantastic. If, if you can take a hold of that first place and just hold the rest of the way, it really bolsters your confidence. Uh, you know, kind of just how I mentioned, if they can go on that run and keep that confidence going, that would be big for the playoffs. So same kind of thing here. If, if you know, this would be a, like a four goal total at least it, that you would need for a comeback win that would really get your morale going then you jump into first place with it i mean it's a great recipe there absolutely well chase we're going to go to a quick commercial break uh after the commercial break we're going to be taking a look at bob mckenzie's mid-season draft rankings we're also going to be talking about possible records that could be breaking all-time records that is possible all-time records that could be breaking here in the future we'll be right back HF Boards is the internet's largest and longest running community for discussion surrounding ice hockey, including coverage of the NHL, college teams, and anywhere else the sport is played globally. Join in nearly half a million active conversations happening now on HF Boards. All right, and we are back. Chase, let's take a peek at Bob McKenzie's midseason draft rankings. Like I mentioned earlier on in the show, uh, about a month ago, you said that your number one was Brant Clark. Uh, Right now in Bob McKenzie's rankings, he is not sitting one. He's not even sitting top five. Yeah, so Owen Power actually in these rankings, is he's number one um, and got all 10 votes at number one, but they said that it's not like as firm, you know, as like Alexi Lafreniere, for example, it's something that they all think really any of these guys below him at a certain point could go ahead of them, especially the, the top two. But Brant Clark, uh, you know, he has, he has a lot more love in like the analytical uh, side of, of the scouting and like, like the Twitter sides, like the kind of scouts like myself that aren't, you know, necessarily NHL scouts. And I, I don't want to be that guy, but that the, like online scouting community that's developed over the last few years, they tend to be more right than the NHL guys. Cause it's still a lot of old players. I think they're kind of older ways. So I'm not going to put too much stock into these lists, but regardless, it's still interesting to see to kind of have an idea where they're going to go in the NHL draft. I think Brent Clark, if he can, I, I think he's able to play in the U 18s. I don't know for sure. Um, as, as if he can get some tape there and play well, I think he's going to go up in this ranking, probably finish in the top three. I think they're holding it against him that he played in Slovakia. He played really well in the men's league in Slovakia. I mean, 15 points through 26 games as a 17-year-old defenseman. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what the hate is for. Yeah, absolutely. And then, Chase, let's go over the top five here. So, like you mentioned, Owen Power, number one. Uh, Mackenzie actually has Gunther and Edvinson both tied for second. So, the sniper and the big Swedish D-men uh, tied for second. Then you got... Matty Beneers out of Michigan. He is currently fourth with Luke Hughes sitting fifth. Any surprises there? Um, I, I would have Brant Clark in there instead of Luke Hughes, even though Luke Hughes is very good. Um, Dylan Gunther has been 
he's been a kind of a mixed bag. I've seen a lot about him. You know, he's worthy of being a top pick as low as he's maybe a late first round guy. Um, so, but overall, I'd, I'd say it's pretty fair. Like I, those top four guys are all, I would say in my top five with Brandon Clark, um, at least it's my personal rankings, but it's not like it's something that's too far fetched or anything. Yeah. And then Chase, one thing that really stood out to me when looking at this list, if you look at number 14, You've got another goalie, and we got at number 10, we got Jesper Wallstadt out of the Swedish League, the SHL, um, a, a good player that we've had our eye on for quite a bit. But number 14 comes another goalie, a goalie that stands at six feet six. Sebastian, what is it, Kosa or Kosa? Kosa, yeah, Sebastian Kosa. I mean, he's he's had an awesome season. He's kind of a, like a, a real riser. A guy that I really didn't have, you know, like too many eyes on myself coming into the season. I knew his name, didn't really know that much about him. But, I mean, he's played 11 games in WHL with a 1-4-5 goals against and a 9-42 save. He's looked really good doing it. You know, those are Carter Hart, Carter Hart type of numbers in, in the WHL. So, it's, you know, you, you kind of look at it as a comparable if you want to. And, I mean, Carter Hart became an NHL goalie pretty quick. Sebastian Costa is getting his love as a first-round goalie. Because especially in a year like this, you know, you've, you've got some good talent in the first round. But it's nowhere near the last few years. Uh, you know, the top end isn't necessarily as high. Even in the middle, it's not quite the high. So so scouts and teams are kind of thinking, you know what, maybe maybe we should go a goalie a little early. This, this would be your year to do it. There's two pretty good goaltenders. If we take one in the first round, it's not going to be too bad because the other talent isn't necessarily uh, kind of threatening that positional value, I guess. Uh, so and remember, these are NHL scouts that are ranking these guys. So it, it makes sense, and he's really someone that we could very well see in the top 15. Hell, maybe even we see two goalies in the top 10. That would be absolutely wild. Well, Chase, continuing with goalie, Jesper Wallstadt, we've talked about him on the show before, um, but let's try to put a little bit more perspective uh, for this guy and what his ceiling is, what his talent level is. Where would you put him amongst the likes of Spencer Knight and Yaroslav Askarov? I'd probably put him number three on that list, uh, you know, behind Knight and Askarov, respectively. I, I think that's a pretty safe one, two, three. He very well could become better than those two. It's not impossible. But if I had to guess, I'd say he's probably third in that totem pole. He's a very, very safe bet to be a starting NHL goaltender and a, a pretty good bet to be a, like a top 10, top five goal in the league easily. And if you can get that, I mean, that's obviously fantastic. Uh, you know, he's looked really well this year. He's obviously playing in the top Swedish league. It's tough to do as a 17 year old goalie, but he's played really well. Honestly, depending who has the first overall pick, I would not be surprised if he goes first overall. Wow. That is quite the, uh, not, not really a prediction, but quite a statement. Wow. That would be, uh, awesome to see because yeah. we haven't seen that in quite a while. So to see that after seeing Askarov and Spencer Knight go pretty high because 11 and 13, you don't see that every every year, and to see Wallset possibly go number one, that would be absolutely crazy. But Chase, there's a name on this list that we've known for quite some time, and a year ago, year and a half, two years ago, it was this guy's draft. You know, it, it was his to lose. He was the top guy for a couple of years, but he's started to slide down the draft board. And currently ranked 20th. I think the last time we checked up on him, he was in the top 10 still, or at least hovering around that 10 range. Now he's sitting 20th. Aturatu not looking good. Yeah, he said it was his to lose, and he certainly lost it. So Aturatu is 
really like a cautionary tale of ranking prospects too far ahead because a lot happens from the ages of 16 to 18 in development. It, it's incredible. So you, you see these other guys that developed a little more than him. He didn't develop quite as much. You know, he's gone to the top finish league. He's had some success. He's looked okay in some instances, but for the most part, he's looked kind of terrible, to be honest. Uh, you know, he's gotten sent back to, to the U-20s a couple times. That's never good for a guy that you're looking at as a top pick. So it, it's it, it's pretty worrisome, if, if I'm going to be honest. You know, I, I've seen a little bit of him play. I need to watch more to make like a really fair conclusion on him. But there's some pretty ugly moments, as I mentioned. I think he can still be an NHL player. I think that's a very safe bet. He's going to go in the first round for a reason. But there's a lot of NHL scouts that are kind of giving him like a Curtis Lazar type of prediction where they think he's going to be a, a very good number three center, and that's about it. And do you take a number three center in the first round? The answer is no, because you get Curtis Lazar. Yeah, I was just going to ask, any chances that he drops out of the first round? Yeah, I, I would definitely say it's not impossible. Um, like It's it's more of a safe bet that he's going to go in the first round. But with the U18s coming up, there could be some guys that really kind of jump off the page that didn't get much playing time this year that could really force him down. It's really unfortunate because this is a kid that we love to watch two years ago during the World Juniors. Uh, it kind of felt like a Finnish Austin Matthews. He was very big for his age, and that's what Austin Matthews was for America when he played at 16 years old. Uh, it was one of those where it was like, okay, this could be a real stud. And sure enough, everything kind of falls apart. I think a really cool story, though, would be if he goes to Seattle in the second round and he and he really blossoms and becomes that player that we thought he could be. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. Like, I what I really want for him to actually happen, though, is step up his play and, and prove that he's just worth it and be a first rounder. Because I still like I like him and I've heard interviews. And he sounds like a, like, a, like a decent dude and a humble kid. So I, I hope he can work out because, like, you can see that he has some high ability but he just doesn't know how to put it out there. So a team, they should be willing to take a shot on him in the first round. But hell, if he, if he falls to the second, that'd be just a great scenario if Seattle could grab him. Absolutely. Well, Chase, we're going to move on and talk about some potential records, potential all-time records being broken. Uh, if you do want to take a look at the Bob McKenzie's midseason prospect rankings, we'll retweet that on Bolt's broadcast. But Chase... We got to have a conversation. We just saw a games played record get broken by Patty Marlowe. What's the next record going to be broken? There's a couple that we can talk about. Uh, goalie wins in a season, maybe 48. Uh, most goals, maybe with Ovechkin out there. What are we thinking or what are you thinking could be the next record to be broken? So if I honestly had a guess, I would probably say it's goalie wins in a season because 48 you know, it's a good amount of wins, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it's like really not even that much. Uh, Braden Holby and Ron Berdur are currently tied holding that record. Uh, you know, a couple active players, or active goalies who have come close. Vasilevsky, Kerry Price, Connor Hellbach have all hit 44 wins. Pekka Rene's hit 30, or 43, excuse me. Flurry's hit 42. So, you know, some of those guys are older, but Vasilevsky and Hellbach, two examples of guys that could easily hit this mark. You know, next season, if they have a full season, these are the probably, for my money, the top two goalies in the league right now. They could easily be on, you know, especially Vasilevsky. I mean, we see what Tampa can do, especially when he's rolling. If he gets 65 starts next year, I mean, who's to say he doesn't win 50 of them, at least, honestly. Uh, So I I think this one is probably the most likely to be broken, or at least the closest to be broken. 
But of course, that goals record is something they've got to keep an eye on because Ovi's definitely getting closer and closer. But all these lockouts and pandemics are really screwing them. Yeah, absolutely. And if I was interested in losing money in sports gambling like you, I would bet on the goalie wins in a season. I, I feel like that's just the most logical. But you're right. We do have to keep an eye on the goals record because who knows? Maybe it takes three, four seasons until the uh, the goalie wins record is broken. Well, at that point, that goals record could be getting really, really close. So uh, definitely got to keep an eye on Ovechkin. And I, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm a little surprised that he's not not really going off for his own standards this year. He had a good little stretch at the beginning of the year, but since then he's kind of slowed down. And at this pace, he's going to need to play quite a few more years to make sure to beat this goal record. Yeah, I mean, offensively, Washington's just been kind of underwhelming. So it could be kind of in part to their COVID situation earlier in the year. Maybe, you know, I kind of hope they get it rolling at least a little bit for Ovechkin's sake. Uh, I'd like to see him break this goal record. So if he can go on a little heater here at the end of the year, go in the next season and just be ready to roll. I mean, it's possible, but it just it looks less and less likely every day, I'd say. Absolutely. And I do have to say, uh, unless a goalie comes out of nowhere and breaks the wins in a season record like a... Uh, Let's see, like a UC Soros or a hell, Peter Mrazek just goes off for Carolina next year or something. Um, unless that happens, like if it's a realistic goalie like Vasilevsky or Hellebuck, um, I, I'm going to be excited for whoever breaks the records because we talked about how Marlowe, like nothing to take away from him, but it's it's not exactly the person you look at when you think, man, this guy's a true Iron Man. This is a guy that uh, is one of the top in the league and he definitely deserves to have the most games played, but Ovechkin definitely deserves most goals. Vasilevsky and Hellebuck, maybe the two, or maybe two of the most talented goalies we've seen in this league. So def- definitely deserve to break that record as well. 100% agree. All right, Chase, we're going to move on to hockey name of the day. Uh, why does that guy only have three letters in his first name? Because he's awesome. All right, we're going to go Rock McCuh. Yeah, Rock McCaw. I mean, n- nothing too hard of this one. Just an awesome name. So, yeah, R- Rock McCaw, he's a Slovenian forward playing in the Czech second league right now. Uh, you know, it's between the third and second league. Played a little bit in the first league when he was younger, but not too special of a player. You know, he's a good player for the third league. Nothing special for the second. Uh, he's a 24-year-old forward, six foot two, 198 pounds. Yeah, so, you know, not too shabby. Well, something kind of interesting about him, you know, you click on his elite prospects page, he has a goalie profile, too. Uh, so... I don't know exactly what the situation was. I, uh, I'm going to guess they had an injury. Actually, it says right here. He served as a backup goalie in January 29, 2012 in a game when he was playing in the U-20s in Slovakia. Or Slovenia, excuse me. So just randomly, you know, they, they have an injury. And he just goes and plays the backup goalie role. That's very interesting. And, you know, when I, when I think of his last name, I just think of, uh, I don't even know what it was. But when everyone was calling each other, Kuh. Like last summer or whatever. What's up, what up, my what up, my cuh? That's my fair. Cuh. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, cool name and uh, pretty nice little story there too. But Chase, we are gonna head on out and check out the rest of the Lightning Hurricanes game. So why don't you hit them with an outro and we'll get out of here. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you'd like to become a patron on Patreon, we'd really appreciate it. Nothing required. You can support not just us, but the whole network that way. If you like our content, make sure to check it out. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, that is at Bolts Broadcast. Follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. 
and then follow WNP on Twitter as well at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. Uh, we got a mock draft coming out. It was a ton of fun, so make sure to check that out. Uh, make sure to go to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. Find all the podcasts in the network right there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, rate us five stars. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, and use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.